Welcome back to another episode of Viral 404 Podcast or the Viral 404 Podcast. Today, we do have a special treat. We looked on the University of Michigan subreddit, and there were a lot of posts by University of Michigan students and actually some by professors. So we thought it would be interesting to read these and, you know, just have a conversation about them. So without further ado... Um, So one of the posts we found was addressed to professors and we thought it was really interesting. It reads, Dear Professors, my my grandmother passed away one week ago. You know that, of course, because I emailed you saying so. What you might not know is how much your responses meant to me. On Tuesday morning, I logged onto a Zoom call with my grandma and a few family members. I thought it was just to say hello. The call dropped shortly after. She passed away. I cried for two hours straight. Then I pulled myself together and went to class. I even used the raise your hand feature and chipped in during discussion. You wouldn't have known anything was wrong. Quite honestly, I wasn't sure what to expect when I emailed you, but I'm very glad I did. It's professors like you that make me say, go blue. Thank you. This is really touching, kind of profound and sad. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, definitely a difficult time for a lot of people. And I think it's really great to hear that there are professors who are really understanding how crazy this time is. And uh, the most important thing for them is just to help the students basically get through the year. Definitely. Like, I know, like, at least for me, I've been pretty lucky to have some great professors that have been super understanding of everything and who have really just emphasized like the importance of um, like being safe, um, you know, and then just like keeping up your own mental health. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're super understanding to the point where they understand that like, yeah, if you have to take a break and if you have to miss like a few assignments, they're understanding of that. And they build that into the system where it's like, you know, we drop like two of your quizzes or two of your labs or something like that. Right. Um, in the stats 250 class that I'm taking right now, um, my professor, I think this is like the first time that he's teaching this class in like a while or something, but um, they've been super, super, super like understanding. And it just, it, it amazes me every single time I go to their class that I see that, you know, they're always trying to find ways like make us laugh, make us feel better, you know, Mm -hmm. and just be understanding towards the students where um, sometimes, you know, people were making Piazza posts. They were like, Hey, like, I think this was election week. So like everyone was super stressed about like the election results and like how things were going to pan out. And they were like, we, we need a bit more time on these labs uh, or the homework assignment or something like this. Um, And there was, I think there was also an M right do that week. And uh, the professor was like, hey, like, I hear you guys. I understand. Um, I'll I'll do the best that I can for you guys. And then, like, they pushed it back, like, a a week, I think, for a few of the assignments. And so um, it's just really amazing to see um, these professors who do understand that, you know, the real world right now is not that great and that maybe class, certain aspects of class aren't the most important. Yeah. Yeah. This post certainly hit home for me. Um, I lost my father in March and I lost another family member in October. 
And both times the GSIs are really understanding. Like back in March, I tried to just power through it. Um, I thought like work would distract me. Um, but by the end of the week, I was burned out and I just asked my GSI, please, I'm going through this. And she was completely understanding and offered her condolences and also any help that I may need. Um, and that was especially true for October. I learned from March that I really needed help. Like I can just power through things. So I told the GSIs at the beginning of the week, like, can you please just grant me this week of, I don't want to say freedom, but I, I just need to take a reprieve because I'm not doing well. Um, they were super understanding and were there for me in any way I needed. Um, so it really is the instructors that I think um, that has helped us get through this. I don't think we could really do it alone, even if we tried. Um, so just the camaraderie, I think, um, the solidarity, the understanding that we're all facing a lot of tumultuous things right now um, has really been helpful just to have someone understand that think like we just don't have school right now. We have other things going on. Um, and so we can't always just focus on school. So just that understanding, um, even if they can't do anything physically like tangible for us, just their um, their condolences and offering of support has been really impactful, at least for me. It's not easy to, you know, focus on something like homework, right? Uh, when it seems like everything is burning down around you. So it's it's good to hear that professors were very understanding in your situation and kind of, you know, help to have a little bit of a reprieve. Should we move on to the next post? Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is another one, but this is from a professor. So my students are all understandably miserable or depressed. About a third of them have either been seriously ill or have had to take care of a sick family member. I'm getting assignments in at random times and all my free time feels like it's filled with grading late assignments or emailing students to reassure them that I won't fail them for missing a single class or turning in something late. I'm not going to have a break because I have to give up makeup assignments. I have to give makeup assignments and grade all the work that has come in at various random times over the semester. Students are doing poorly on the assignments that my supervisor demands we give. The best way for them to do better is to do work in a timely fashion, come to office hours when confused and study. But everyone is so burnt out that suggesting that is absurd and my class isn't worth it to them anyway. This job used to give me joy. Now I hate it. I hate forcing students to learn things they don't want to or have the energy to. I've always hated grading, but now it brings me dread. I go to bed crying and my sleep is disrupted by nightmares about teaching. Then I wake up, pull myself together and spend the rest of the day in classes and office hours and grading. I'm so sorry. I wish I could help you all. I wish there was no grading. I wish this university gave you the education you all deserve and actually emphasize learning rather than treating you as dim-witted creatures motivated solely by the carrot or the stick. I wish I didn't have to worry if some of my students are stuck at home with terrible parents who hurt them. I wish I didn't have to worry if some of my students knew where their next meal was coming from. I wish I didn't have to worry about whether tragedies you have going on in your life that you didn't feel you had to reveal credibly personal things to me to get flexibility, but also that I wasn't a mandatory reporter who has to tell my students that I'll tattle on them if they tell me anything too serious. This system is garbage, and yet I don't know how to escape it. That's a pretty, this is pretty intense. For sure. Yeah. I, I think, think it's, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think we included it just because it's, it's such an intense uh, perspective 
that has a lot of truth to it. Uh, things that a lot of people are feeling, but maybe, you know, it's university of Michigan. So you're expected to perform a certain way. Um, but yeah, what were you going to say, Aaron? Uh, yeah, I was just going to say that, like, at least I know this may be true for some people. I know it's definitely true for me, but sometimes I forget that these professors are like also human beings too. And they have like their own lives and stuff like that. They're not just teaching a class as well, you know? Um, and I think sometimes it's easy to see that just like, Oh, you know, this professor is making my life miserable and like, Oh, they keep assigning all these assignments and all these assessments. And it's like, you know, can't you just ever give me a break? And it's like, with this post, you see that like they said, um, I have to give up, like make up assessments and grade all the work, you know, because like these supervisors are telling them that they have to do this. And it's sometimes it's not their choice, right? It's the curriculum. It's, mm -hmm. you know, what has been preset by the university or something like that. Um, but it's just, it's just really like interesting and it's really eye opening to see this perspective from a, um, from a professor or from a GSI, right? Because, you know, you never get to see this side of a like a, a professor, right? They always have to be uh, super professional. They always have to be, you know, like pulled together, right? And here you can see on like this subreddit um, that you know they're 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 not going to be able to be identified from this, right? So you can really just see like the raw like emotion that the professors feel that some professors feel towards you know this semester, generally just what has been happening with students and stuff like that. Um, yeah. It's just a pretty crazy perspective to see one that you don't usually get to see. Yeah. And I love how the, oh, go ahead, sir. I was just going to say the, the professor did use a throwaway account in case anyone was wondering. So yeah, he, he purposefully made a new account so he could voice his opinions without repercussions from the university. I love how the professor came back to the post and added in the extra message. He said that thank you for everyone for the thoughtful replies. And then he initially came back to the account to delete the post because he felt embarrassed about having spilled all these feelings out onto everyone. But when he saw all the kind comments under his post, he was overwhelmed with gratitude to be part of this community. He said, I'm feeling so much better now. And then I hope you're all taking care of yourselves. I can um, totally relate to how he feels embarrassed about spilling feelings and pressure related to COVID. Um, as students that were, when we're stressed about the changes happening because of COVID-19, I, I felt embarrassed to spill out those feelings to my professor or my GSIs. Um, but from the post, we can see that it's so important for us to support each other and create a, um, a supportive community. For sure. I really found the post comforting. Like I like that he said he was, or she, the person was thinking about us. Like they hate that there are people at home that like may have parents that aren't the best. Um, we have people that are losing people. I just like that, um, that it gives us a different side of the GSIs and professors that we don't normally think of them as thinking about us. We just think of them as like sometimes dictators um, and gatekeepers, but they're people, as Aaron mentioned, with feelings and they're empathetic. And so it's great that there's just, again, another demonstration of solidarity there. I really appreciated that. The University of Michigan 
in all universities are dealing with this this COVID situation, they have no idea what they're doing. Let's, let's just be honest. Like they're trying different things that seem to be the best route to go. Uh, but this is a whole new ball game. No one's ever experienced something like this. And so of course you're going to have a lot of people who are stressed, anxious, things aren't going well. If COVID continues, right. Um, and, you know, depending on what happens with the vaccine, um, hopefully it doesn't, but you will see better strategies, hopefully better strat- strategies implemented in future semesters, future years. But since this is all brand new, the class that got to experience what it's like for people to just kind of throw stuff at the wall almost and see what works and what doesn't. As you mentioned earlier, Aaron, a big thing is mental health. And I think that's what the schools, they recognize, but I don't know if everybody understands just how much like having everything be uh, shut down, quarantine in place, um, not going out, not seeing your friends, and then being on a computer for the entire day. I don't know if everyone really respects how difficult that is. Do we want to do these like comments um, like after, or should we talk about them like right now? Like the part that you typed up, Seth? We could do it after. These were just some interesting things. We'll, we'll do it at the end. All right. Um, yeah, this one's just super short. It's just somebody asking a question. Anyone else finding it hard to actually focus lately? And the post reads, I know we're all tired, pandemic slash election that has mostly ended, but I just find it really hard to focus now because my teachers are ramping up how much work they assign. And so I'm getting less and less rest. I'm sure it's like that with many others too. Do other people feel like they're just mentally exhausted and can't focus as a result? And I think like this was about 20 days ago, um, this post. And I know that as a person who is like part of the U of M subreddit, there was a period of time, I can't exactly remember how long it was, but um, I feel like every other post that I saw in like the U of M subreddit was about somebody saying like, hey, like I'm not doing okay with like classes and you know, everything is stressing me out and I'm getting burnt out, right? Like it's, it's just so many people are feeling this way and it's, important to know i think that it's not just you who is feeling like this because you know when when you feel like you're the only one that's getting burnt out or you're the only one that's getting stressed out right then it's very easy for you to be like okay well i think everyone else is okay right so if i'm not okay i should just keep it to myself and i should just you know you know push on and i should just uh try the best that i can it's okay to take a break especially because other people are also feeling the exact same thing that you're feeling. Yeah, I agree, Aaron. Um, it almost feels embarrassing also if you think you're the only one, like maybe I'm doing something wrong or I'm not smart enough, not good enough. Um, so yeah, it is nice to know that other people are struggling. My friend actually sent me a few posts to make me feel better. She was like, hey, you're not the only one. Um, so and it's like a more personal thing. Like it definitely hits home. Um, and I'll say like the workload for me, isn't any different than it normally is, but because I have to be much more intentional with learning, like I feel like I have to pay much more attention than I normally do, um, I am burned out. 
because I'm taking, well, I'm using much more mental space, I think, than I normally would. So I just go to class. And I think just being there and having to be in a different setting with other people that are doing the same thing, I was able to retain more, even if I don't take notes. I feel like at home, I have to take notes and I have to pay attention and hang on to every single word being said in these synchronous or asynchronous lectures. And so that does take a lot more energy. And it feels like there's more work for me, even though there actually isn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at a lot of the comments and uh, they're exactly what you said, Aaron. People are saying it over and over and over and over again. I'm laughing because I'm just like the comments are, are so it's just everything we've been saying, but also just a lot of solidarity here. It's insane how draining just sitting in front of a computer all day is. I seriously feel like I'm losing my mind. And there's, they've even linked to other threads with literally almost the same subject. Anyone else having trouble focusing? A lot of people are saying basically before COVID, before quarantine, they're pretty good at being able to manage time, being able to focus, being able to study. And now it's just non-existent. A lot of people say that their grades are really doing poorly. You know, I'll say from my perspective, I was a straight A student uh, this semester. That is not happening. <laughs> so I'm right there. It's, it's very hard to sort of concentrate. All right. So the next post that we're kind of looking at is this was about a month ago. So essentially after the whole GSI strike and the RA strike, stuff like that. Um, and this would, this this post was titled COVID-19 Updates from an RA. The start of it goes, not sure if everyone is still interested, but pretty much every RA I know is freaking out about the COVID situation right now. So here are some updates that we're seeing that everyone else might not know about. Um, so the first bullet point was that there were so many people going to quarantine in isolation that DPSS literally doesn't have the capacity to transport people there on time. And... So essentially there was an RA who was scheduled to go into ice, like isolation slash quarantine at 2 PM and didn't get there until midnight. Um, and then stuff like contact tracing is taking eight to 10 days, which means that the RAs and the residents don't know if anyone was confirmed until eight to 10 days later. Um, and then they also said the maze and blueprint is frequently wrong. They don't know how wrong or if they're even just like faking numbers, but, um, and then the next one is just saying that the conditions in the quarantine and isolation housing still suck. Um, and it's to the point where the residents there can walk around anywhere, even invite people over and then like they can just leave. And some of them have even been partying, like the people who have been confirmed cases and then going into quarantine and isolation. Um, yeah, and then there are a few more bullet points, but the conclusion of this post was that Things are bad. They're getting even worse. And there's a constant sense of impending doom. And all I can think about all day is the COVID situation on campus and in my dorm. Something is going to happen soon. We don't know what, if they're going to send us home or put us in lockdown or whatever they think would help, but we're all feeling it. People could get seriously sick or die. And it's not just about whether a resident will get sick and die, but whether they'll get sick and have lung slash heart complications for the rest of their lives as well. And continues saying there are nine RAs from Markley in quarantine slash isolation right now. RAs are quitting. And if they're not, the only thing keeping us here is the fact that we seem to be the only people pushing for actual safety measures in the dorms. 
No joke, on Tuesday, dorms tried to start opening dining halls and indoor spaces. So we're in a state of emergency on campus right now, but no one knows we are because administration is pretending we aren't and refusing to acknowledge it. So just reading about this from an RA's perspective, seeing that it seems like they're the only people trying to really tackle this problem, especially within the dorms and stuff. It's like, it was just really saddening to see that. Um, and I know that, you know, students can only go so far to kind of take things into their own hands, but um, yeah. I mean, this sounds insane. I don't, I live off campus, so um, I, ha I don't have any direct contact or context with this situation, but it sounds frightening. At least for me, since I'm a sophomore, right? I dormed in Bursley last year, so um, I can relate to things, um, at least in Bursley last year, everything like the dining halls, everything was super like packed close together, essentially. It's pretty insane to see that like, there's still even, I, I know for now, right? They've already closed the dorms for uh, freshmen and most people for next semester. They've been told that, you know, unless it's specifically for emergencies, um, mm. that they should probably not come back to campus and, you know, be dorming and stuff. And I think that's, that's a good move on the university's part because, you know, reading all of this and seeing how crazy things were in the dorm like a month ago, it's probably a good decision that they close the dorms. Yeah. Because, you know, all of these things that this RA listed, it doesn't seem like there's a good way of combating them. And since this was literally a month ago, there were already like a few months that have gone by. And that means that the administration still hasn't found a good way of tackling these problems, even like a month or two into the semester already. I think at the end, the RA also said, Something's going to happen. Don't be fooled when you watch Slissel's little update tomorrow. And he says everything is fine. And we're only testing out of an abundance of caution. And we're so health informed. And he said, we're in a flaming dumpster fire. Things need to change now or we're all screwed, essentially. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it definitely paints a totally different picture. Like I said, I have no context uh, for what's happening in the dorm, but reading this, I just have to agree with what you said, Aaron is like, it, it sounds like next semester having the students sort of study from school, uh, study from home is the best decision. Yeah. How do you combat COVID while in the dorms trying to maintain some sort of college experience or some sort of normalcy? It's, it just seems like a bandaid on a gushing wound. Yeah. Any other thoughts for this post? All right, we can probably move on to the last post then. Stresses with unfair exams and classes. So the post reads that this semester has been hard on everyone, and I'm concerned, stressed, and frustrated with taking exams. The nature of this semester being online has created an uneven playing field and has exacerbated inequalities that already existed before, as well as created new ones. Every class has a different type of exam. Some allow you to write on tablets and others don't. Some allow you to start an exam at a specific time and others give you a time window. Some can be printed, others have to be, while others can't be. Some choose different or yeah, some choose different multiple choice questions for each person, while others give the same exam to everyone. Every class has had to adjust how it distributes exams. 
Yet a lot of these ways give an unfair advantage to certain people and cause new stress in other people. Continuing, there are also new stresses that exist now. Exams taken before were so different. You went in a room with your mind, maybe a cheat sheet, your test taking materials, and were in the exact same conditions that everyone else in that room was in. Now, this is not the case at all. You have to choose your test taking environment. You might have loud roommates. You might have a really warm room. You might have no light in your room. You might not have noise canceling headphones. Again, this creates an uneven playing field based on resources, but it also creates stress. I know for myself, this post, um, especially last semester, so the semester before this, when everything went online, um, it was, I, I was, I was just about to take an exam when um, they, like, we all got the news that, you know, we we're all going online, everyone's going home, essentially. Um, so I was super confused, you know, how these exams were going to work. And, you know, if the averages were all going to like skyrocket, right, because of cheating and stuff like that. Um, I know, like, the University of Michigan is supposed to be like the super prestigious school. But when you really just give people the opportunity to get ahead of other people, in maybe ways that aren't, you know, present before there, I know there are definitely going to be certain individual individuals who take advantage of that. Yeah. Um, right. I feel like we're, we all kind of transitioned into this pandemic, COVID-19 phase, which we all thought was a short-term thing. Like I thought it, we would return to school probably like latest, like after summer, like September, but from what we see now, I feel like it's going to become more a permanent situation. Mm-hmm. So I feel like um, there probably will be ways in which we can support students more and teachers and faculty. Um, but I, I'm curious about what's going to happen, like maybe next year when we're in a more permanent situation. I agree, Holly. Maybe... Um, because this doesn't seem to be going away anytime soon, these exams will be more standardized. Like maybe mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. university or maybe just the schools, like maybe LSA or like the dental school or whatever, they'll just have standard tests, um, test uh, procedures for everyone to follow. But right now, because everything was so chaotic and sort of rushed, they just let everyone do their own thing. So yeah, I'm really, really interested to see what happens. But also um, just an example, my roommate is a CS major computer science major I'm doing one of her exams like at 7 p.m our fire alarm went off and she had to run outside and finish taking the exam and then when she emailed I think her GSI professor they were pretty much just like oh that's sad um whoa and let her retake it yeah I this is um it's just it's really sad all around but I do um wonder how things will look um if things don't start to look up Anytime soon, definitely had to be some sort of changes. Yeah, yeah. The the interesting thing is, um, you know, and I, I agree with you, Alexandria and Holly as well. Like this, it's it's brand new. Like I said, we're we're pretty much the guinea pigs, right? So they're trying to figure out what to do. They'll they will probably, as you guys said, standardize things. Um, this post is kind of interesting. On one hand, I really agree with it in terms of how it has been difficult because of the different environments people were in. But on the other hand, I also, like we just said, like, well, of course, we're everyone's trying to figure it out, right? 
Um, I know in, in my case, I've, I've had a couple of times where I've been in class or doing a exam or something and, you know, the building management knocks at my door and they, they want to speak to somebody about something important. Right. And if I don't talk to them, then I don't have, you know, like our, our heat broke recently and I was the only one home. Right. And so it's like, if I don't talk to them, we don't have heat. <laughs> so it's like this weird area where you have, you're both living at home and trying to take care of, you know, home issues, but then also trying to take care of school issues. So having a standardized something would be nice, but also having a, I think just having more leeway, right. More grace, I think would be helpful for everybody. I think like me, as we have said before, like a more standardized um, operation of how classes work maybe how test works or how assignment works or how late assignment works, adapting to the remote learning environment. Um, because it's very, very hard to keep up with all your classes that have different rules, that have, that have different op, uh, models of operation. And also like as students are remote and um, some are living in campuses and like some are, learning remotely we're all living in different time zone which i found very challenging to cope with so some a solution about that would be would be very supportive so you're three hours uh behind right yes but i'm actually also traveling back to china to visit families in january so i'm kind of worried because so you'll submit, like, if I had a 13, nine, 13 hours, 12 hours? Yes. So, yeah, that time difference concerns me if there's live classes. Wow. Yeah, I think it's like another thing to talk about. I know we we're talking about standardizations uh, of classes and also of exams. It's super interesting to see this semester, like all the types of assessments and like quizzes and tests and exams that I've seen so far. I know in one of my classes, um, like our quizzes are closed book, uh, closed book, closed note. And so we're not allowed to use any of our notes and we're not allowed to like go on websites and stuff like that while we're taking the quizzes. Um, but there's like no way for them to like monitor that type of thing. Um, and I know certain classes, you know, the exams are open, no open book. You just can't um, like consult social media or consult like anyone else. But how do they track that type of thing? You know what I mean? Um, and I know some of my friends who are in the nursing school, they have um, they have to take their exams with this. Um, I think it's like a lockdown browser or something. And it essentially closes everything else on your computer and it monitors like your where your eyes are looking on the screen. And oh if it like, God. if it, if it stays too long in one area or if, you know, something suspicious is going on, it flags like an administrator oh or something like that. So it's like, if we're talking about standardizing exams and stuff like that, like, what is that going to look like? Is everything going to look like, you know, maybe nursing school exams where we're all just have to sit in front of the computer. And if, you know, if somehow your camera breaks or something, you're not allowed to take the exam or you know, because then they can't keep track of you. They can't keep track of uh, 
you know, what if you have your phone out or what if your eyes right. are looking at one corner of your screen for like two minutes or something like that, you know? Man, that's such a dystopian future that I want no part of. <laughs> yeah, so for sure. Having the having a university track where your eyes are looking, uh, that is insane. Yeah, the, the solution, I think the solution is not necessarily holding tightly onto what was before, you know, and trying to make sure that it looks exactly the same way, except for online. I think the solution is to embrace the benefits of having classes be online, you know, and try to come up with creative new ideas that would make classes more engaging because of the online format. Mm, for sure. Yeah. Like that said, um, and then when you're talking about like the types of exams, I heard that about the LSAT also, and some people had their actual like scores thrown out because of these discrepancies. And sometimes it's just like the human eye does not just focus in one area, like it has to move. So I just wonder like how, how you're supposed to, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I get it, mm -hmm. but it's, it's mm -hmm. kind of scary and it's really disenfranchising people. Um, so no, I wouldn't like to see that, but I would like to see as Seth was saying some more creativity. So maybe some classes don't even need exams. Like we're in, um, of course, right now we have short quizzes, um, but there's like maybe three questions at most, and that I think that gauges your grasp of the material. And if not, then there's ways to do like essays. There's group projects. Like you don't always need to have exams. I'd like to see us start to experiment with examless courses when taking an exam isn't necessarily necessary necessarily necessary um but so of course doctors need exams i think nurses sure but maybe we don't need that in philosophy or political science maybe it's not absolutely necessary we have these things we can show our um grasp of the material we can show our proficiency in other ways i'd like to see that i love I that think, yeah i think talking about exams though there was a i, I was taking an exam earlier this year and so you have to like click into the text box, uh, the text box to start typing. And so I think on one of the questions, I didn't click into the actual text box. So my cursor was like outside of the text box and I thought I typed something. So I hit backspace. And what that did was it sent my, my assessment like back a page and it just auto turned in like the test. And I remember like, when I clicked backspace and I saw that like, I couldn't change anything else on my exam. I was super stressed out because I was like, this is like the situation I've read in like posts and I've seen on like shows or something where someone screws up like royally and now they have no way to fix it. And so I was super scared, but luckily like my professor was understanding and they were like, I understand you have like more time, just uh, I'll open it back up for you. So I was super lucky to be able to like continue the exam, but online exams are, you know, it's not fail safe, you know, because there are ways that something's going to like, you know, Wi-Fi is going to cut out or like Alexandria, like you said, like the fire alarm is going to go off or something like that. And it's, it's just crazy. It's crazy to see how exams assessments are going to take place further on in the future. I think I think this might be a good opportunity to sort of talk about, um, yeah, the level of work. There was a post on the subreddit um, that said, 
it's scary to think our school is normalizing this level of work expectation. And there was a comment that I thought was really, really interesting. Um, and I'll read some of it. So the person comments, unfortunately, this is reflective of our totally messed up lack of work-life balance in the United States. It's unhealthy, but we're already, we're already there. U of M didn't start this problem, but they're certainly complicit in furthering the idea that we're supposed to be grinding constantly in life and that any time off is something to feel guilty about. And for me personally, so I spent four months in London uh, last, last fall, actually. And the work-life balance and expectations from the university were totally different. Uh, going back to what you said, Alexandria, there were no exams. There were no quizzes. We only had projects to do. And we'd have to basically do those projects well, turn them in. They expected us to work. They expected us to do well on the things that we're doing. There wasn't homework. There wasn't things that we had to turn in every week, every day. You know, so they, they pretty much expected us to be adults and to work on the projects that we needed to finish because, you know, we're paying for school. There was no hand holding. They didn't even take attendance. And so it was very, very, hey, you're a grown up. Um, we're not going to hit you over the head with massive amounts of work. And there was actually a there was actually a uh, instance where I wanted to I had my own sort of um, timeline of when I wanted to get certain milestones for my project done. And the school was closed on weekends. And I needed to use the school because they had certain computers and, and things that I needed to gain access to. And so I went to the course instructor and I was like, hey, like I, I need to work on this this weekend. And she was like, you know, Seth, I think you actually need to have a better work life balance. You need to relax. You need to rest. Don't worry about it. Work on it next week. And I was like, what? But at the same time it was kind of refreshing to hear someone just say like, Hey, like, it's not that serious. Relax. Do you guys see the next semester going better, worse, much of the same? I think it'll be similar to be honest. Um, but I think it's going to be better. Part of the reason, especially since, you know, a lot of the people who are dorming have moved back home. Um, and I think just having one semester of experience of what it was like under the university's belt is going to give them a lot more experience. Um, you know, they're going to understand more things initially than they did at the beginning of this semester. So I, I do see it improving next semester, at least. Yeah, I, I foresee it being much of the same. I think some... There'll be a greater population probably burned out because there will be people, of course, not living on campus anymore because they can't. Um, so like they'll have to experience being at home in an environment that can sometimes be distracting. And I know I went home on Thanksgiving. Home, when I say home, I mean like where my parents live. I went home for Thanksgiving and I told my mom, like, I have to go back the next day because I will not focus. Um, so I think it'll, it'll be interesting. 
those of us who are staying in staying in place we're staying put i think it will be much of the same but for those who had to change environments for whatever reason we'll probably have a different experience i think it's important for us to recognize that we're all like all in this together and to like be try to be um and to cooperate with each other and be more flexible and not optimistic of the situation and i think things will work out better next year as we get more used to this but hopefully things turn out to be better too yeah hopefully yeah i like they went on a positive note good stuff <laughs> we used to be thick as thieves hanging every night man i miss those days god i miss those times then something changed it got weird and we don't know why we can't talk about what we're thinking now